Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. We get it. Gift giving for your guy isn't the easiest thing in the world, especially for Valentine's Day. I'll say, there's only so many stuffed animals holding a heart a guy needs. But what if you got him the perfect gift that's also a gift for you? <laughs> We're talking about a pair of the OG Perfect Jean made with a super secret special premium fabric blend that is extremely comfortable and makes his butt look good. The perfect jean has fits ranging from athletic to slim thick to skinny. So whether running errands with a polo for the office or paired with a solid color tee and blazer for date night, the perfect jean always looks and feels good. And let's face it, if your man looks good, you look great. But what's a gift without a little savings for you? Use code BETOPOD. That's P-E-R-O-P-O-D on your first order at theperfectgene.nyc and get 20% off. Hey, Valentine's Day is about showing love and we think 20% off your order shows just how much we love you. So this Valentine's Day, save 20% off a pair of the perfect gene for your man with code BETTLEPOD. It's the perfect gift. Hey everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 7 of Better Let Me Tell You. Mega concert of everyone ever we've ever oh my known. God, no, no, I was thinking the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, but no, but but he's actually he's gonna be at that Vegas thing too. Well, yeah, I mean everybody is. Everybody so. is. I think we're gonna be there. Well, w- welcome to episode <laughs> two eighty three, everyone. Yes, sir. Two eighty three. I got it right, right? You did get it right. Welcome off the bat. to yes. Pero Let Me Tell You, our second yes. episode of the season. Como yes, está todo yes, el mundo? Yes. I think everybody's doing good. It's February. Um, January's finally over. As, yeah, as, January always seems long. As people are saying, January was the longest uh, year. 
<laughs> of, of, of 2024. Of 2024. Yeah. Well, here we are. Yeah, I'm, I always say it's St. Patrick's Day. Oh, no, we're already in Easter. The dollar store already has Christmas stuff. <laughs> Fourth of July. Fourth of July, at oh, least. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. July. Yes, yes. So, how's, how's your, how was your January and February coming along now? Is everybody doing their taxes? Uh, well, you know, everybody probably got their w, W-9s already. Yes. Yeah, so. W-2s, W-2s, W-9s, yeah. 1099s. All, all the impuestos. All impuesto. Get the Hacer refund. Todo impuesto. Get that check. I'm actually really looking. I mean, I always look forward to the Super Bowl, but I'm really looking forward to the Super Bowl this year because I love me some usher this is true this it, is true i've told you you've loved usher since the start really. yeah, yeah and in in my next life i'm gonna be usher <laughs> i mean I, I as long as well, I'm, I'm gonna be cool, usher, i'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be cool like usher okay okay I'm like, like i'm like, gonna be yeah. you know cool yeah I, I i love me some usher i'm really happy though that they picked him for the super bowl not only because he's our same exact age <laughs> he actually we share a birthday oh he's 15th mm-hmm. oh um a, but you know, Usher was so popular, like in our high school and like college years, and yeah. Usher wasn't is a shit. I, I mean that I'm happy that they're doing that because I feel that Usher's peak is behind him. Yes, yes, yes. So, yes. so I, I, I'm yeah, happy that they choice. they they picked him. I mean, yeah. the guy has the catalog. But what's your favorite Usher song? Uh, I mean, I'm gonna go with yeah. I love yeah because I think it, it, yeah is just like peak culmination of of all Usher's the, the powers. Conf, the Confessions album was his peak, especially commercially. Yeah, I I love I love yeah yeah has a, a, a sample like very few songs has. Um, I love because um, baby tonight the oh, DJ's got yes. us falling in love yes. again. That's a great song, but if I have to pick one, you're gonna go with classic Usher. It's seven o'clock on the dot. <laughs> I'm in my drop top cruising the streets. To this day, if anybody, like, if I ever ask anybody what time it is and they're like, it's seven o'clock, I have to keep going on the dot. I'm Do you know how I sing that song? Top. How? <laughs> I, I get so into that song that when he does the rap, I'm like, they call me D A R I E N B O E R G. My God, tell me what you want to do with me. Good lord. Why are you hanging just, out like Joe to see? Why don't you just do Jesus in there too while you're at it? <laughs> well, I mean, he does spell his name. That's true. That's true. Usher Raymond. That's true. And that's, <laughs> and that's a long ass name. I haven't done that song in karaoke in a while. So for those of you who have not been to karaoke with me, which is the vast majority, I uh, I only do Usher in karaoke. <laughs> that's not true. Well, I have done other people, you, but you've done The weekend. I did. Well, that's because they didn't have any Usher. They didn't. Oh, when we went on the cruise, yeah, I didn't they know had that, no usher. Oh, I didn't know that was why you went weekend. Yeah, I oh, mean, okay. I, I'll, I mean, I'll do the weekend, of course. Yeah, but um, but usher is my go-to karaoke. I done a little Barry White one time. You got you know, you know the key with karaoke. Like, yeah, let's gotta, talk about you, this. You got you got to read the room. You got to exactly. You have to read the room exactly. I'll never forget that we were on this cruise uh, some years ago, and we went to karaoke like every night, and there was a you know. A, a specific night that I don't know if it's just because everybody decided to go or like a big group of people decided to go that the most people in, in the karaoke room that day, they were, you know, they were either Latinos or they were black and, you know, okay, I, you were not going to get up there and do some country stuff. No, 
you know no don't i mean so you you gotta no. read the room and give the people what they want right. right and i'll never forget that that night there were like people who were singing like that song that garth brooks i don't know single garth books hey, i got friends in low places, in low places. and i'm like yeah. dude this is not gonna work that's not gonna work for no. me like no. it doesn't work you, again you gotta read th- the room that's the night that i did i did barry white because barry white like everybody loves barry white yeah. So I remember I got like in the middle of the room and I'm like, everybody come to the stage. And everybody, everybody came to the middle of the stage and they started singing with me, Barry White. And, um, and yeah, there was a night though that I, um, I was with, you know, it was a group of us and I was with one of my friend's husbands and he, he, we did No Shoes, No Shirt, No Problem by Kenny Chesney. And oh, you could yes, probably yes. figure out who it was. <laughs> I know exactly who that was. And I yes, was like, yes, yes. sure, they have the lyrics to it. I, I sort of know this song, but... You know. I mean, the beauty of karaoke is you don't have to really right. know it. Yeah. I mean, you are quite the karaoke superstar. I, I like I tell people, I am not a singer. I am a performer. Right. And so I, I, I leave it all on that karaoke I remember. Stage. I remember we did karaoke. This was like 20 years ago. I don't even know this. Some place in Homestead. Oh, that you did slave for was you yes. either did slave for you or oops. I did slave. No, slave. And there, this was like a family friendly environment. And he <laughs> went and did like the most explicit version of slave for you. <laughs> and I'm like, there's children watching. <laughs> like listeners, people, okay, you were pe- feeling the you were feeling the beat. People came out from the kitchen to see what was going on. Yeah, like the staff came out to see and what was going on. That night, I specifically remember I followed up with Usher. Yes, you remind me of a girl that I once knew. I see your face whenever. Yeah, so it's Usher's yeah. my go-to. So, what's your go-to karaoke listeners? You know, Usher makes sense for Vegas, for like the Super Bowl, for the Vegas? Super Bowl being or in like Vegas. a Vegas residency. Well, both, but but the Super Bowl being in Vegas, Usher makes sense. Yeah, well, because because Usher is a showman. And that's mm-hmm. what you go to Vegas for—the mm-hmm. spectacle, you know. Mm-hmm. So it ma- it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's not hate on JT, although everybody's hating on JT. But I yeah, remember when when, when Justin Timberlake was like really at his peak, and and I liked me some Justin Timberlake too. But I remember people were comparing him to Usher. I'm like, no, no, it's very different. No, I mean, he, I mean, listen, in, in, each is talented. Justin their own Timberlake right. had some good bops, and yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah. what you say; yeah. you can't deny them. That that second album of his, Future Le- uh, Sex Love Sounds, that that, is good that album. album is great, and that song, My Love, yeah, nobody can compare no, 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 My no, no, Love, so no, no, don't no, give no, away no, My no. Love. Yeah. That song is like yeah, it's awesome. It's bomb. <laughs> that song is fire. Come on, listen the kids say. now. Yeah, but um, but yeah, you you can't compare. Justin no. Timberlake. And that's not to take anything away from Justin Timberlake. It's just that Usher, to me, is the closest to Michael Jackson. Yeah. And I'm not comparing him to Michael Jackson, so don't come at me. Michael Jackson <laughs> is Michael Jackson. Right, right. But if we were to say who, what performer has that is the Yes, is the closest to Michael Jackson, I would say Usher. Yeah, Usher makes it look effortless. <laughs> it's like I just walk yeah, like this. I, like, I just I just walked out of bed. And I'm just is, usher. Yeah, I'm just usher, and this is just what I do. This is how I how I roll. Uh, how you roll. So oh, anyway, Lord. well, how are you? I am doing okay. Right. I actually want. I'm I'm a little tired right now, but that's because of you, mm-hmm. because listeners. So I was having a poopy couple of days, and Darren called me earlier today. He's like, "Get here earlier. I'm gonna make dinner." 
and he made my favorite thing to eat in the whole wide world. Two of your favorite things. Yes. Well, but combined, it mm-hmm. is like my favorite thing. It is chicken cordon bleu with rice pilaf. I swear to God, I felt like I was at the exclusive banquet hall in La Ocho y La Diecise. That was the goal. <laughs> and I almost took your your like centerpiece home. You know what? As the you know what? Mesa. You know what I should have put on to play while we ate quinceañera Europa. Oh, you should have. That would have completed it. That. <laughs> hindsight hindsight 2020 and we have a very good friend of ours who's a wedding planner who knows exactly who's probably listening now, who knows exactly what we're talking about oh, there's nothing yes. better than banquet hall food while you listen to Europa the only thing that would have made it better is if you had figured out how to make that piña colada that doesn't taste like the pineapple or liquor colada. or ice it doesn't taste like anything it, I, I, it tastes I, like Synthetic. Yeah. It but t- we still line up for it in yeah, the bar to it, have it in the bad pa- plastic it, cups. It, it, it tastes like somebody was like, this is what I think piña colada looks like. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what it tastes like. Right. Yeah. You know what? I have to say that there's a part of me that wants to go to one of these banquet hall weddings again or oh, yeah. King says. It's been a while. I think that for our 500th episode, we should do a banquet hall party. <laughs> you don't have to ask twice. Like, <laughs> I, don't threaten I, me I, with I, a good time. 500, I think, is far enough, but close enough. Oh, my gosh. And we'll take our friend, the wedding pl- our wedding planner. Oh, no, no. Yeah, this is, this is going to be like a whole thing. And we I, invite- can you just imagine her like in the meeting? Like, oh. okay, where's your cake from? No, 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 no. Actually, I don't want her there because she's going to try to class it up. Oh, no, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're out. Right. No, I want the the banquet hall experience. Yes, with like the big tacky bows on exactly. the chairs. And then what we should do is we, we get it like red or purple. We invite all of our guests to be like, Conte. Yeah. The centerpieces <laughs> are like carnations. Yeah, like totally. The ones that are like, you know, vibrant blue, like, you know. If we're going to do it, we're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to go all in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The tackier, the better. Absolutely. With a DJ that like doesn't even speak English. That Absolutely. Like... I want bows on the back of chairs. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I want, and they've got to be tool. <laughs> Not tool. Tool. <laughs> yes. It's gotta be tool. Uh the audio systems of banquet halls are so crappy. Like, oh, it's gonna be wonderful. <laughs> it's gonna be fan fucking tastic, is what it's gonna be. Oh, we could come out of a conk. <laughs> oh yeah. Two, we have to have an entrance. Two conks, one on each side of yeah. the stage. No, I will come out of a conk, you'll come out of a seashell like Venus de the is okay. it the Venus? The Venus de Milo, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, not de Milo, but Venus Venus on the half shell. Yes, half yes. Shell. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'll start getting the wig now. <laughs> To just have it blowing like Beyonce, <laughs> we could have a court. Yeah, as you yeah, said, so I'm saying the guests, our favorite, our favorite guests, favorite guests could be part of the court. Oh, you know, we're putting Martha of Miami in there. That's like that. That's like her church. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I think she will be more excited than we are. I, I think she's already helping us plan it. She may have already booked the hall. <laughs> and like Cuban bread shirts could be our party favors. <gasps> oh. I like where all this is going. We have to have almond mints in the. <laughs> I love those almond. Oh, mints. I like the almond mints too. Oh, those those they're not almond mints. A eh? The almonds and the, the, the shell. Jordan almonds. Jordan almonds. Jordan almonds. Jordan almonds. Yeah, Jordan yeah, yeah. almonds. And again, more tool. Yeah. Because they're in a packaging of tool. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. <laughs> Listeners, 500 is not that far away. If you I mean, we're about, almost at 300. Right. That's why I'm saying it's close but far. So we got time to like make it happen. Actually, 500 is like. Next year. No. 500 episodes? I mean, 300 is in a couple weeks. Right. No, but. <laughs> 500 episodes is two episodes from now, so that's like four years. Uh, two, 200 episodes close to where we are, that's like four years. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll do, we do 48 episodes a year. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Okay. Mm. Oh, math. Fine. Math. Fine. Math. So. Fine. 
Anyway, so what do you have going on this week for me? Well, okay, so before we before we get into like topic topics, mm-hmm. I wanted to share something that literally happened to me this afternoon, Fake Friday. Mm. So, listeners, some of you um, may remember, and for those of you who are new, who just discovered us, because God knows our Instagram has been blowing up, so some of you are probably new, so welcome. Last year, we participated in Burger Beast's scavenger hunt, and part of it yes. was we got gift that was cards. So much fun! It was so, much fun. so much fun! So much fun! Seth, you got to do another one. Um, I'm sure it was a pain in the ass, but you got to do another one. I, so, I wonder how many traffic violations. <laughs> it's best not to think about yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we won, and part of it was that we got gift cards to a bunch of uh, you know places here in South Florida, and we had a team, so we divvied up all the gift cards. And one of the gift cards I got, as you may recall, was for Cow Bakery. Mm-hmm. Oh, now is there another story? Because this is like story that would be story number three. This is probably the best one. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cal Bakery is like the, the gift that keeps on giving oh, in terms it, of the stories. It really is. Yeah. So Cal, thank you for providing thank some you for content. content and fodder on our podcast. So, okay. So, um, you know. We I'm, love Cal Bakery. I'm, I'm, we do love Cal Bakery. Um, so, you know, I'm leaving the gym and I'm on my way home in Coralway and I'm like, I think I'm And I have, I am like, oh, I have my gift card in my wallet. It's been a couple months. For those who don't remember, every time I've gone with this gift card, nobody there knows how to use it. Nobody's ever seen it. Nobody knows what a gift card is. And it's a Cow Bakery gift card. It has Cow Bakery logo on it. So it could not be any more branded if it tried. And that's Mm -hmm. actually going to play a part in this story today. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it is branded. Great. So I get there. but And I get there and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. It's been a while. Maybe they've had more experience with them now. So I get off, place my order. And when I go to my, I take out my wallet, I pull out the gift card, I notice that it's actually not the Cal Bakery gift card. It's actually the Cuban guy's gift card. Mm-hmm. So I pull it out and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm like, oh, it's the wrong one. I'm going to put it back in. And the lady behind the counter is like, no, no, pásalo, pásalo. And I was like, no, 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 es que es una tarjeta para pa un restaurante diferente. No, pásalo igual porque aquí pasan todas las tarjetas de los gift cards. I'm like, no, señora, pero esto no es de aquí. Es de Cuban guys. No, si aquí pasan de todo. De Walgreen, de Walmart, de CVS. Aquí what? pasan todos los gift cards. What? So I'm like, she takes it from my hand. She swipes it through. Then she proceeds to tell me, ah, no, parece que está expirado. I'm like, no, it's not expired. It's just not for here, <laughs> right? So I, I'm like, oh, okay, no te preocupes. You know, I pay with my credit card. But all I can think of now is, has she just... Has she passed gift cards? Like, what What has she passed? Well, this is my, my question. My, my, my bigger question is, <laughs> you know how she said that, you know, they passed other bakeries like Walgreens and all that, yeah. other, other yeah, places yeah, like yeah. Walgreens cards, and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So they yeah. could, they were able to pass those cards, but they couldn't pass your they gift could. card from Cal <laughs> when you took it twice. So a Walgreens, a CBS <laughs> gift card, of course. But the Cal gift card, there was a small <laughs> army, according to you, like previously. People who had no idea how to do it. How to do it. But yes, we'll pass the Walgreens <laughs> one. At a bakery, because that makes sense. I have a little antidote. I, I don't know for you too, but oh god, yeah. So all I can think of is, you know, she probably what probably happened is in the past somebody probably went with one that's like a Visa gift card right. that has a picture or something. So it's not a cow gift card, mm-hmm. or maybe even an EBT because it's mm-hmm. food. Maybe that was able to pass through. They accept but EBT at the, cow. The, 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 well, um, the Latin America on A Street and Lejeune, is it? No. Not Lejeune, uh, A Street Llegando oh, They accept EBT uh-huh. They accept EBT cards Because it says it outside Like así Aceptamos EBT EBT um, But yeah I was just like This is wonderful This is the pendulum Swinging fully the other way <laughs> Like this is No longer are we not Taking Our gift card No we'll take all of them Wow Yeah 
The minute that it happened, I was like, I cannot wait. I'm so glad it's fake Friday. Wow. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I'll share my little story. I, I, I say go for it. Yeah. So, actually, you know what? This should be a segment. In today's Pero Let Me Tell You segments, things that happen only in Miami. Yes. So, this week, I... Uh, I got my, you know, my hair cut, and mm-hmm. I usually go to one of two barber shops, right? Okay. And one of the barber shops that I go to, which is closer to my house, is a more, I guess I would say upscale one. Okay. Right. And then the other barber shop that I go to is the more less upscale one. Okay. Que todo el mundo está acabado de Cuba, but let me tell you something. If these guys que están acabado de Cuba, they're hell of barbers. They know how to cut hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I want my barber not to speak English. Like, I don't need to talk. Yeah, no, no, no. It's I don't okay. want him. I, no, not that I don't want to talk to him. It's that if my barber doesn't speak English, if he only speaks Cuban Spanish, then I know he's going to be good. That's right? true. Right? Because these guys that just got here from Cuba, their barber skills are like on that, point. That's true. So anyway, so I'm there and I'm, I wasn't in a hurry, so I don't care. And the guy starts talking to the guy first calls his family in Cuba because he was planning this is the barber. a trip to this is a barber. He was planning a trip to Cuba. Okay. So then he starts calling his his uh family in Cuba if they want to if he um if they preferred for him to get there like either Monday or Tuesday. Then he proceeds to call his travel agent to book because he had the earpods, right? Oh, okay, okay. This is while he was cutting my hair. Um, he's doing the fade. Um, like he didn't do a FaceTime. And um, I'm not done with my story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so then he calls the travel agent to go ahead and to proceed said to book said trip with him and his daughter. Um, but then the problem is that his daughter was born here. So they needed to get her the passport, but she didn't have a passport. But then he was like, no, but I'll call Fulano because they'll get her a passport right away. And I'm like, who's Fulano? Because like passport control takes weeks. But anyway, then they realized that they couldn't take the daughter. So he was going to take his niece who did have the proper documentation. But then he called the charter airline to see how much the luggage was. And it was too expensive. So then he calls his wife to tell her to like put everything in another suitcase. This is all while he was cutting my hair. This is wonderful. To put it in another suitcase. And you're taking notes. Right. So then finally, finally, he... uh, the thing with the video call, he calls his relative in Cuba on WhatsApp, right. on FaceTime, uh, you know, on video. And then I guess they were on another phone talking to his wife because his wife was showing the other in the other phone in Cuba the bags that they want should take. And then he was like hearing the play by play and telling him, no, porque, eh, no, 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 la otra bolsa, no, la otra bolsa, no, no, mami, la otra bolsa, dile que te enseñe la otra bolsa. And I'm like, this is amazing. This is amazing. My haircut took like an hour and 15 minutes, but I didn't care because all in, all in that time, I'm like, this is content. This is content. Bro, you go. You go, bro. You Keep go. going. So, so then finally, when he got off the video, then he called back the airline to confirm the price. And then he called the, the travel agency or whatever uh-huh. to conf- like book the, the actual trip. This all happened. <laughs> This all happened while he was cutting my hair. And, you know, I was getting like a partial fade. So, you know, it was like all these. Right, right. So I was like, bro, you go. You go. I'm not I'm not bothered by this whatsoever. I mean, but it's one of those. Talk about things, efficiency. It's one of those things that like 
I feel that that's uniquely Miami, that you're not going to go anywhere else where your freaking barber is planning his trip to Cuba while he was... He, hey, he did a great job. You I know? mean, you look great. Yeah, he did a great job. Great. So he had, you know, he was he was He's multitasking. Focused. He's you know, focused. He was he was the the epitome of the Cuban hustle. He was mul- he was there working you go. There you while go. he was taking care of other Trump other there affairs. You, you know, that is um, amazing. That, that is like, done. Yeah, that is a uniquely Miami thing because nowhere else in the world can they your barber be cutting your hair no. while he called several people, including Facetime. Yeah, no, I don't care how urban your barber shop is. Yeah. That's that's next yeah. level. Yeah, that's yeah. That's yeah. And you know how when he was on video, you know. How he was cutting my hair, he was with one hand, he was holding the phone, and with the other hand, he was fading me up. It worked. I mean, you look good. It so worked. I, it worked I, yeah. I am mad at him. I you're, you're also you're not his first. I tipped him. <laughs> you know, it's like, did, I was, did you tip him extra for the content? <laughs> next time, I'm gonna take him a lechon life t-shirt. You should. But let me tell give you, give him a lechon so, life shirt. So yeah, I was like, man, these are the little nuggets of joy that make me so happy to live in Miami. They, and then they, I was stuck in traffic. And that, which is the nugget that you hate in Miami. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We're well into the new year, and you're probably trying to figure out how to keep those New Year's resolutions. You know who could help with that? Our friends at BetterHelp. So often we focus on external factors when trying to make changes in our lives when the key is actually improving our mental well-being. BetterHelp offers various customized therapy options like phone, video, text, or even live sessions, all with a certified therapist. Your mental health deserves to happen on your time, right? And BetterHelp can match you with a therapist in 48 hours, in most cases. And as a special offer for Pero Let Me Tell You listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com pero. It's already more affordable than in-person therapy. Now you can also save on your first month. Self-improvement isn't just a New Year's resolution. It's a lifelong journey, and BetterHelp can help you take the first step on that path. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash pero. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast episode. Uh, so this week, um, you know, there's so much bad going on in the world. So much, you know, just that there was something this week that happened unexpectedly took off. And I don't know if you heard about it, but it makes me so happy that it happened. Oh. Yep. I actually responded. You did? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, to our This listeners. week, Sesame Street, uh, which if you're not following Sesame Street on Instagram, follow them. It's like At this point, most of the Muppets have their own Instagram. Oscar the Grouch just joined this week. Really? Yeah. It's it's whoever's doing their, their social media. Actually, you know what? No. The Muppets are themselves. So, the yeah. Muppets are doing their social media. We, we, we've, we've established we have, this. We've talked this yes, about yes. it in several episodes. Yeah. When Miss Piggy goes on The View, it's to Ms. me, Piggy. it's Miss Piggy. It's Miss Piggy. There's nobody under that table. Yeah. It's Miss Piggy. And she's ready to talk politics and pop culture and yeah. all that. She with could, the ladies of the listen, Miss Piggy could probably even solve Gaza if we gave yeah. her enough time. Um, so Elmo tweeted out, and then Sesame Street reposted it and on Instagram and so on. Says, "Wow, Elmo is glad he asked." Um, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm reading the, the follow up. It says, "You know, Elmo learned that it is important to ask a friend how they are doing." Elmo will check in again soon, friends. Elmo loves you. So you know, he had said that's a follow up. That's the follow up one. Okay, uh, let me see if I can find the original the, one. The original one is just Elmo saying, just like, "Hi, I'm." So it was everybody's day or tweet. It was a tweet that yeah. Elmo did. It was it was like a one liner that it was like, "Oh, this is just Elmo Elmo checking, checking on in on friends. everyone on yeah. his friends." 
How's everybody that's doing? It. Yeah, or that's something it. like that. It yeah. was like Elmo checking in on his friends. Yeah. That was it. That with was the, the with the hashtag emotional well-being. That was the tweet. That was that the was tweet. It. So, well, it's your your. They story. got so many responses from people. Including from me. I mean, and, and, and people, you know, not just like, you know, I'm good. I'm, like people like bearing their souls mm-hmm. to Elmo. And like, and then all the other Muppets joined in, you know, like Cookie Monster, which is my personal spirit Muppet. But you know what, though? If there is a, a Muppet <laughs> we're going to give tell our problems to, it would be Elmo. It would be Elmo because he's like, you know, three years old. He's Elmo. He, he, he gets it. He understands, <laughs> you know. I, it made me happy. It made me cry. It made me, like, I went through the whole gamut of emotions mm-hmm. w- w- just looking at that and then the subsequent, you know, other mm-hmm. other tweets from the, the other respective, you know, Sesame Street crew. But what I thought was so fascinating about it is like, wh- I, I'm trying to figure it out. People were so ready. I mean, well, and you and you responded, so maybe you can speak mm-hmm. to it. So ready to just connect with Elmo, mm-hmm. right? And I'm trying to figure out: is it because January is the longest year of, the, of 2024? Is it because we feel a connection to the Muppets? Is it because Elmo specifically just speaks to an innocence that mm-hmm. that we want to connect to again? Like, I I, I just I, I really do want to understand why the outpouring happened. So strongly because you can't, you know, I've said this before. If you have a client who says, I want something to go viral, run away because you can't force Mm -hmm. that type of uh, type of reaction. And I mean, it makes me so fucking happy that it happened, but I'm just trying to understand the why. Because I think that in in terms of Elmo and what Elmo stands for and the fact that it's a Muppet and it's a, you know, it's, it's a fictional character. There's a certain innocence and pureness to to that. And I just think that on the most part, people are just so tired of the constant bickering and the constant conflict in everything. You know, there's so many problems in the world. There's so many issues going on. There's so many people suffering. And in addition to that, you know, social media is something that for many people, it's an escapism. It's you know they use it to just kill time they use it to to be entertained they use it to learn and there's so much negativity everywhere yeah. you know even in the most benign things like we've talked about it here you know i, I go a lot on instagram predominantly to look at recipes and to look at mm-hmm. the food content and it's all negative. It's people fighting about ingredients and recipes and you stole this recipe and this is appropriation and you're doing it wrong it's just a recipe, bro. You know, like, yeah, calm, calm down. down. And I think that just people are just so heavy right now with everything in the world going on, with their personal lives, with all this negativity in, in social media that the moment there's like a little a little light, a little moment of like pureness, people are going to run to it. And when I saw it, I have to admit, I responded like, well, when it's all, it was already trending, right, 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 right. Um, I wasn't one of the first people. You know, I didn't even think twice about what I mm-hmm. tweeted. Right, I right. just put it. And it was something it was something I feel about every single day, like a right. struggle that I have right, daily. Right. Um, and I didn't think about it twice. I just put it there. Because you're talking to Elmo. And it, yeah, it, 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 in the most simple terms, talking to Elmo, but in, in again a very pure and and very innocent sort of outlet and escape. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that that's why people responded to it so well. People are just over it. And, yeah. and um, you know, the, this whole thing of Elmo, I think, opens up the, the conver- another conversation I wanted to have this week about all the heads of all these social media people yes. were in Congress, were in, in the Capitol in, in D.C. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the head, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, head of Meta and, yeah, and well, the Facebook. CEO of TikTok was uh, the there. CEO of TikTok, of Snapchat, mm-hmm. of um, all of them. All, all of them. Mm-hmm. They were all there. And they were all grilled, particularly um, to everything that has happened with children. You know, children that have been bullied, children that have committed suicide because they were bullied on social media, um, children that um, have been victims of, of sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. And all these social media companies know that this is going on. And they, they, they know this. And they've done very little, or if nothing at all, to prevent this. And they've known about this for quite some time. This is not new, you know, and I remember that just a few years ago, Facebook, they were, they were, there was a prototype or something where they wanted to launch Facebook for children. Yeah. Or an Instagram for children. Or an Instagram. It was an Instagram for children. So they know that this is going on. This has been going on for a long time and they, they don't have anything about that. And, you know, one of my biggest, biggest criticisms of, of social media is and this is well known. This is not something they're hiding behind this whole like we're not a news organization. We're just sort of like a third party. And and the problem with that is that there needs to be accountability on their part. Because for example, which is really one of the things that bothers me the most about these social media platforms and companies is that they purposely, based on the algorithm, yeah. put negative comments first on top. So it creates more engagement. That's why whenever you see any post that has a significant amount of of um, traction or is trending, when you hit on the comment section, always the first comments that are on the top negative. are negative comments. And this has a really big effect on people because when this is all that you see over and over again, it, it really starts affecting people, mm-hmm. and, and many of us are addicted. And and well, and 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 back I mean, to to what what I was saying about like, you know, I use social media a lot for you know for food content. You know, that has a lot to do with what we do with being Pompoyo. And and I look at at what pe- other people are doing and all that. And like, dude, I can't look at a freaking recipe at a freaking content creator that cooks without having to go through a barrage of like negative comments of people fighting over the. St- stupidest things and insulting each other and it it just makes you kind of like want to not be there and yet there's so much rich content that you can use from there and and another thing that really bothers me is that a lot of these users that are um the creating these negative comments the trolls you could tell are bots because they always like it never fails. You see a really nasty comment and you click on the user and it won't have a profile picture and it'll have zero posts. Yeah. And it's private. it's a bot. It's and it's private. It's a bot. You mean to tell me that all these social media companies don't have the technology to know that that's a bot and to stop it? You mean to tell me they don't know that? And yet this is having a profound effect on society. We can't talk to each other. You know, we can't have any discourse. It's affecting, you know, everything from 
you know, simple recipes to people sharing things, to politics, to knowledge, to education. It's affecting everything. And these companies are using our data for advertising purposes, right? And look, at the end of the day, it's very difficult to say, I'm not going to use social media anymore. Because for example, we have a podcast. One of the biggest platforms that we have is Instagram. We have a chicken wing business. One of the ways that we, has to promote, we it. promote it is through social media. So it's very hard to say, especially when your business surrounds your social media, which most businesses nowadays have a well, social media it's presence. Cheap and effective. Right. It's it's very difficult to say, well, I'm not going to go down that route because you know, my mental health is more important. It's very hard to say you're not going to do that because that's going to affect your business. So here we are. And yet these companies do nothing to safeguard this. In fact, they're the ones who in large part are are causing this because of the algorithms and the things that they allow on their site to happen. So, you know, th this is something that is not going to end well. This is not going to end well. I don't know what the end result is, but, but we're not doing well with this. So to go back to your... Elmo yeah. sort of comment. I think that's why this week people responded the way they did to that Elmo comment because that was on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. You know, especially Twitter or X, um, which is like cesspool. the cesspool of humanity. You know, there was this pure sort of real moment that, yes, it was from a Muppet, but it sort of became something else that people were just tired. People were just tired and, and they they were expressing things and, and they were opening up to a Muppet. But I think that that shows the mindset that just so many people are in that, you know, we're just tired. We're tired of all this negativity um, just being bombarded. We're, we're being bombarded with left and right every single day. So, yeah. I mean, again, I'll say, listeners, if you haven't already, by all means, please follow Sesame Street on Instagram. It is such a wonderful little oasis of just simplicity and positivity in, in the midst of all the, the craziness like you, you, you it, it's just nice to have so it I have there. to tell you something I've been doing okay I did this week so there's somebody in my in my life that I'm very close to you know I love very much that I'm very close to but they're just very negative right. and they're the type of person that every time they send me something it's negative um, or they forward me a DM it's negative whenever I'm with them you know we're there watching TV Oh, look at this person. Oh, this sucks. It's never anything positive. And I said, and this was in part because of you, because of how you follow all these accounts yeah. of all the Muppets. I started sending him um, Cookie Monster posts. <laughs> Cookie Monster's the best. So I was like, I was like, going, you know, if Cookie Monster doesn't liven up your day, then I, I don't know what will. Cookie's the best. <laughs> Cookie is the absolute best. The other day he was say he was talking about how even though he eats uh, vegetables, he's not a yam. Mm -hmm. uh, or sorry, me mean me no sham. You know what I think is incredible. And I just love that he just said he's not a yummy. You know what I think is incredible about like Sesame Street and all these Muppets is they're very rudimentary characters. Yeah. Yet they have an extraordinary amount of depth. They do. Which is like insane. Yeah. Like, because, I mean, Elmo speaks in first person. In third person. Third person, third person I mean. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's, they're such rudimentary characters. Like, you know, Oscar the Grouch, that's what he is. He's a grouch, you know? Right, yeah. Um, Cookie Monster is very, eating everything. They're very yeah. one-lane characters, but yet they have such depth yeah. with how basic and simple they are yeah that, isn't that i mean that's incredible 
Yeah. Oh my god, you want to hear? So, wait, you want to hear a Sesame Street uh, fun fact? Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We almost lost Big Bird in the Challenger explosion. What do you mean? Okay. When the Challenger, when they were first starting to put together the crew, the initial idea was to actually have Carol Spinney, who played Big Bird, he passed away recently, as Big Bird be on the shuttle in an effort to get children more interested in the in the space program. Oh, no. And the reason it didn't happen is because logistically the costume would not fit. Mm-hmm. And that is why... Krista McAuliffe, the, the teacher. teacher, wound up on the shuttle because the, that's it, why we all watched it on TVT on TV live and were traumatized. Exactly, by it. Okay. that's cool. Can you imagine the trauma if Big Bird had been on it? Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I would. We would all had P, more PTSD. We thought we were traumatized when Mister Hooper died. Yeah, Big Bird blowing up in a shuttle. So yeah. that's the learn portion of today. And I, yeah. I looked it up because I heard yeah. it on a podcast. You know, and for, it was on history.com. For, for those of us who are old enough to that remember was, the Challenger man. explosion, I mean, we were really small. Like what? But, first grade? Yeah, we were already of school age. Yeah, and I remember, you know, there was a teacher on the on the Challenger explosion. Yeah. So Krista all McCullough. schools around the country were. <laughs> watching yeah. this live on television and I remember that the you know that thing exploded live on TV yeah. and we all watched it like millions and millions of kids throughout the country were watching it and um it, it, I mean it's just one of those moments you don't forget yeah like we were so small but you don't forget oh, it, it's burned into my brain yeah yeah it's like yeah, yeah. where were you when that happened yeah. you know yeah, yeah. um but yeah so you know Big Bird. Thankfully, you know. Big Bird survived. Right. So your favorite is? My favorite's Cookie. Cookie Monster. Cookie. Yeah. yeah. I love Cookie Monster. You know, I, my, I have a couple favorites. Well, I know one of your favorites is Grover. I love Grover. I know you love Grover. Grover is the author of one of my favorite books. Which one? The Monster at the End of This Book. Oh. <laughs> You've... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I love that book to this day. I I have a copy. Yeah. I read it, and it's just like... it. I... I, I can't get over it. I love it. I want to turn it into a live action movie. Near far. <laughs> the Grover's great. He's wonderful. He's great. I like Elmo too. Elmo's fun. Elmo's cute. But the thing is, I didn't grow up with Elmo. So, right. Yeah. Elmo yeah. was past our time. There was this. There was this Muppet that nobody remembers called Forgetful. <laughs> forgetful. Everybody forgot. Everybody forgetful. forgot Forgetful. Yeah. Forgetful. Yep. I used to love Forgetful. And then, it was like a cowboy that couldn't remember anything. Oh, Forgetful Jones. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it, well, I even brought in the last and name. And I loved, I loved those, it's a bicho that used to live in uh, Bernard uh garden. Yeah, the doodle bugs. 
<laughs> I love the doodle bugs. And then on the Muppet Show, I, I love Kermit. Yeah. I love Kermit. Kermit. Well, Kermit is so soulful. So with the Muppet Show one, you know who my favorite is? Gonzo? No. 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 It's, it's, it's not Fozzie. No. Beaker. 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 I Beaker. love Beaker. 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 Oh, I love whatever you, when shit goes down with Beaker. <laughs> There's an episode where Beaker sings Strangers in the Night, and it is wonderful. <laughs> wonderful when he sings Strangers in the Night. You know what's so funny about the Muppets? Oh, here we are talking about the Muppets, but let me tell you is that the Muppets ran in like the 70s, right? Like that version of the Muppets? Yeah, the late 70s, early 80s. It was a syndicated show, yeah. And I remember when we were kids, they would play repeats of that show, mm-hmm. right? But what I really, really got into the Muppets were Muppet Babies. Oh, well, yeah. What was the name of the socks? Uh, uh, nanny. The, nanny. Nanny. Yeah, with yeah, her socks. Yeah. Yep. Was I, it was To me, it was the Muppet Babies. Yeah. Played by uh, Mrs. Cleaver, Barbara Billingsley. Yeah. And then there was the Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock. Oh, yeah. When we, when we were kids. Rock. But Fraggle Rock didn't have much of... Okay, I was on HBO. Yeah. Wasn't... Fr- Fraggle Rock was on HBO. Pero Fraggle Rock the morning in Canal 33 because I didn't have HBO growing up. <laughs> we used to watch it on so, the yes, Funshine Festival. Yes. So eventually, eventually, yes, it was syndicated, but it was it was a, like the premieres were on HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, there was yeah. a Fraggle Rock cartoon. Oh yeah, that, that. that's totally a Miami Stadium. Our our friend Abel from Miami Stadium, the Funshine yeah, he's Festival. He's a Miami historian. Talk about the Funshine Festival from Channel 33. I mean, that's one of those. If you're old enough, you know, you know. Pero bueno, <sighs> let's move on. A, something I wanted to bring up this week. Um, and this is sort of like a little learn, another learn section of the show. So this week there was an ordinance, I believe it was passed in Miami Beach, that About they're, they're going to outlaw um, balloons. Oh, the, no. Um, yes. For yes, balloons to one. be yes, yeah. released. Yeah. I, I'm not sure based on the bill if it's going to be like it's unlawful to set, to release certain amount of balloons or you could release one balloon but the point is they're passing legislation that is going to prohibit um in mass especially releasing balloons out into the air um especially in miami beach because you know what goes up must come down and a lot of these (laughs) um balloons uh once they come down um not only are they falling in the water but there's marine life there's birds that you know Come across these balloons, was it, was um, like, like deflated it, it balloons, fucking with everything, and it it they die, they choke. So it has a profound impact on the environment, and it's a really big problem. And I actually saw, um, I learned about this on, on only in date. Actually, they they posted that, mm-hmm. and of course, back to the comments. Yeah, yeah, back to what we're talking um, about. people were making all these comments. And something that I wanted to bring up was, have you heard of Balloon Fest 86 in Cleveland, Ohio? I did. I okay. did, because I heard okay. about it on a podcast. Okay, so Balloon 680, Balloon Fest 1986 in Cleveland, Ohio. Listen, listeners. Yeah, this is a hell of a learn. This sort of, the United Way was involved in this. Yes. Um, they were doing some type of campaign or some type of fundraiser. Again, the United Way was um, involved in this, where they, want, they wanted to release... Two million balloons. Yeah, it was to set a world record. Right. right. Two million balloons. They were only able to release 1.5 million balloons. So, one, let's think about that number. That's a lot of latex. 1.5 million balloons. Ah, ah, ah. To so, the they, <laughs> they released the said balloons in downtown Cleveland. Remember, Cleveland 
is on a lake. <laughs> so it's not like this is the ocean. Right. Um, it's on a lake. Uh, and I mean, it would have had the same impact if it was on the ocean. But so these balloons go out. And it was a total disaster because now when these 1.5 million balloons went out, it messed up aviation airline yep. um, patterns. patterns. It messed up signals. There was it, it. It messed up, I believe, phone single uh, signals or emergency that, signals. That which actually indirectly led to the death of two fishermen who mm-hmm. whose yep. boat was turned over, and they were trying to call in for help, and they couldn't because the balloons had blocked the, the, the signals, the towers. Yeah. In addition to the environmental impact and the marine life impact that it had, this was like a total disaster, and then. The winds weren't favorable, so the balloons were kind of stuck. Everything that could have gone wrong, gone wrong. So then there was like a massive cleanup. (laughs) Like, you know, my thing is about this. Like, listeners, look it up online. Uh, Balloon Fest, nineteen eighty six, Cleveland. There's a lot of pictures um, about it. The podcast, my favorite murder, has an episode about it. So my my question is this: I I I realize that in nineteen eighty six there weren't the environmental concerns there are now, although there were. But it was in nineteen twenty two. In the eighties, there were already. Things having right. to do with pollution and all that. Yeah, um, give a hoot, don't pollute. Yeah, for a while. Yeah. You know what? They're t- constantly talking about pollution and get pasa USA. That's true. Constantly, and that was the seventies. That's 70s. true. But so in the eighties, in the mid eighties, pollution was already an issue. Why and how did anybody think that releasing one point five million balloons at the same time? How that sounded like a good reason? Like I'm just trying to like think of the thought process. You know, how who who was in that boardroom in that meeting that said, you know what we should do for fundraising? We should release 1.5 million balloons at one time. Well, I'm gonna I'm a, first of all I'm gonna correct you because their thought was two million. Right. So they couldn't said, they couldn't said get it was two right, million, right, right. but they were only right. I guess they ran out of they balloons. Ran, they did, they ran out of balloons. <laughs> they did. I, I the only thing I can they probably of, they probably caused the helium shortage that, that you know that's happening now. Yes, that's yeah. happening now. The only thing I can think of, and I know this is going to sound really stupid, but maybe they did not think of. Okay, go with me. They didn't think of the like when thinking of pollution, right? They were thinking more in terms of like smog and and sludge. They kind of maybe weren't thinking to your point, what goes up must come down type of a thing. No, clearly they weren't thinking. And then on top of that, all the other bullshit that happened. I mean, it just like it, it just it's one of those things that sounded like a good idea, and then it could, it very quickly got away from them, literally. Literally, yeah. yeah, literally, it got away from them, and that's all I can think about because I maybe they were like, Oh, it's not pollution, that's a balloon, you know, it's not smog, it's, it's not sludge, it's a balloon, right? It's not you an know? oil spill, right? Right, I, I again, I'm trying to give them a little bit of credit here. You know, in Cleveland, should have known better. Do you know what happened to in Cleveland in 1971? Is that the water? The yeah, yeah. so we the, talked about it here, yeah, so the 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 um. Water uh, Act of 1972, eight? I believe. So it's a federal, it's a federal legislation, an act that cl- um, it protects the waterways, and the Clean Water, and the Clean Water Act of 1972. And um, the reason why that was passed, so that that was one of the first major pieces of legislation that was passed in order to protect, you know, the environment. Um, and the reason why that passed was because. Cleveland sits on the Cuyahoga River, Cuyahoga, and the Cuyahoga River, um, like many rivers, especially in the Midwest, uh, where where a lot of plants and factories were located. Yep. So yep. they would 
dump, you know, dump uh, their waste on the in the river. And in the late, it was either 1969 or like 1970, the Cuyahoga River caught fire. Let me repeat that again. The <laughs> river caught fire. And not only did it catch fire, it was on fire for like two days. Yeah. It was not it, like, oh. It, it was on fire for like two days. Yeah. And it's not like a little patch was on fire. Yeah. Like, I think miles of riverbank were on fire. And. It caught fire, people. Water the, caught the fire. The river caught fire. And, um, you know, it was so polluted and it was such a problem that as a result of that, the federal government stepped in and passed the Clean Water Act of 1972, I believe, which in tail led, you know, to safeguards and protections and laws against pollution and regulating pollution in waterways. So, you know, I feel that Cleveland... <laughs> Cleveland uh, didn't learn their lesson. Cleveland may rock, but Cleveland also has a lot of environmental yeah, snafus. But now, you know, nowadays Cleveland is lovely. Well, I would hope I've they been to clean Cleveland it up by several now. times uh, when I lived in the Midwest and I went a few years ago. Um, Cleveland is really nice. Have you been to Cleveland? I've never been to Cleveland. I've always wanted to go to the Rock and Hall of Fame. It's not that great. <laughs> I mean, it's I just, feel it could be so much more. It's just that it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, so I've, I, I, I want to no, go. No, no, no. I've been to it several times. Oh, okay, okay. And I feel it could be so much more. Okay. And I don't even have a problem with it being in Cleveland because a lot of people yeah. like gave shit for it being in Cleveland. I don't have a problem with it being in Cleveland. I just feel that it could be bigger and nicer and like just it's the Rock and Roll Hall of okay. Fame. So you feel like it has more potential? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I remember the first time I went, they had floating in the like main atrium lobby, the Tremblants, which is a car from mm-hmm. the Soviet Union that, um, or from the Soviet bloc that U2 used on their Zoo TV tour oh, in cool. 1992. Because um, they actually did use the actual car as a prop. And it had the original neon Zoo TV sign. So the moment I walked in and saw that, I'm like, okay, that's good. Like, I could leave now. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I already got my, I got my money from admission from seeing the U2 exhibit, you know? But, um, yeah, so. You're good. I, I, I'm good. <laughs> and I remember that, that this was the first year I went. So this must have been, like, 2003, 2000. No, oh. it was, like, 2003. 20 um, years ago. They had, they had, like, pop princess exhibit oh wow what a fun exhibit i was but you know thinking back on it i was like too soon yeah it was too soon i was like it was too soon have an outfit of mandy moore in the rock and roll hall of fame like well i mean why not (laughs) no but i'm thinking like too soon but but it it was it was it was an exhibit it was not they were in the rock and roll hall of fame right correct it was just an an exhibit so um they should they should have that exhibit now (laughs) <laughs> well, now it's been a while. That's why. Like, you know, like, let's see how far we've come. You yeah. Know? I have mixed feelings about that whole Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing because, like, there's so many people who are not in it that should be. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I, they'll, they'll get there eventually is my, my theory. Like, Pat Benatar. Yeah, isn't she? I think she's not in it. No, or she no, got, no, she or, recently or she recently her, got in her, it. Recently, right, her, she and, recently, her and her husband her recently. Husband. Yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, well, fucking I think bullshit. It was, uh, the singer is Dolly. But, but I think recently, like in the last three or four years. No, so I'm saying I think it was with Dolly. Right. What fucking bullshit is that? The Pat Benatar? Freaking yeah. Pat Benatar just yeah. got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Well, share. I mean, you want to talk about iconic, you know? 
I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go team Pat Benatar here. No, 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 no. But I'm saying like Pat Benatar is one, uh, and we're talking about Cher, who's been around since like I the mean, dinosaurs. I, 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 w- I would put Cher in because, like her or not, like I mean, her music or not, I mean, she's she, been around forever. Yeah, she's yeah. an icon of legend. Made her dead. All that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know whether you like her music or not. Yeah. Um, Pat Benatar is great. Pat Benatar is so underappreciated by the by the general public. I think. I, I feel that Pat Benatar is and listeners, if you don't know Pat Benatar, that, 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 that this is what we're talking on about. It. Pat Benatar had so many hits in the eighties. Yeah, so many hits. That's like I I was having like sort of a an Instagram conversation the other day with a couple of people. You know who I think is there that he's appreciated, but I think he should be more widespread appreciate it is Phil Collins. Is he in the Rock and Roll? I don't know if he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He should, he should be. be. He should be. But Phil Collins, like, for like 10, 15 years, yeah. Phil Collins was on the radio every 20 seconds. And, and I mean, he had great yeah, yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if not him, you know what? At least Genesis should be in the Rock and Roll Hall One of, of my favorite songs ever is a Phil Collins. Can you guess it? Hold on. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh, oh my god! I can't think of names of songs now. Just go because it's gonna. I go. go. Just How do can it. you just walk away? That's what from I was me. thinking of, and I couldn't think of the name of the song. All I could do is watch you. Leave. I, I was like, all or nothing. I know it's not all or nothing. I can't. And you coming back to me against the odds? Against the odds? <laughs> it's the odds I gotta take. Okay. That's such a good that is a song. Great song. And Mariah's cover is pretty awesome. It too. is. Although, with that said, I don't like that song because Mariah Carey covered it. I like that. I've always liked that song, but that is a great song. But I feel that he's somebody that, like, if you're of a certain age, you know Phil Collins. If you know about music, you yeah. know Phil Collins. But I feel that the general populace should know more about Phil Collins. You know who I also should feel that way about? Yeah. Is Stevie Nicks. I think she's a little more appreciated than Phil Collins. Yes and no. I, I, I think Stevie Nicks has gotten her flowers. I think, especially she, in recent years. I think she has. She got a Barbie doll for Christ's sake. I, yes, but I think in terms of like general populace, like general, I think she's more appreciated than Phil Collins. I, I would, I, I would argue. I feel more people need to know who she is. No, no, I'm not saying that's not true, but I just think more people know Stevie Nicks because, like, for example, when Miley Cyrus came out with uh, that song a few years yes, ago, yeah. yeah. I bet you that most people did not know that it was a, it that was it was a heavily not not that yeah. it was a little sample. It was heavily sampled of Edge of yeah. Seventeen. I found a mashup of it. And it's really good. Oh no, it's great. It's, it's so great. Good. It's great. But even without the mashup, it is yeah, a yeah, sample. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel that these are people that it's not even that they had a string of hits. It's like these are people that were like freaking legends. Yeah. You know, and they were you know songwriters and and mus- yeah. musicians as well. You know, they played their instruments. I mean, nobody can play a tambourine like Stevie Nicks while twirling. <laughs> you try hitting a tambourine with that much fringe going around you. He's an easy lover. <laughs> He'll take my oh, heart, but you, you won't feel it. Phil Collins, people, look oh. him up. Phil he Collins. was living down here at the no Phil Collins in in Miami Beach. At no yeah. You know who I can't get into. I'm sorry. I can't get into them, and I know I'm going to piss off a lot of Uh-oh. people from them, and I'm not taking anything away from them. I know they're popular. I know they're good. I'm not taking anything away from them, but so I just much can't disclaimer. get into them, is ABBA. Oh, I love ABBA. It's just not my thing. I love ABBA. I love ABBA for what they are. 
Although that song of theirs has sort of grown on me. Gimme, 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 gimme. When Madonna came out with Hung Up, I didn't know. You didn't know that. I didn't know yeah, that yeah. that was in it. I figured it was a sample from someone, the, but I didn't know. But that the Dancing thing, Queen song. The thing with ABBA, oh. the thing with ABBA is that the, their voices, like it's the harmonies, it's it's the simplicity of, of the, the music, the lyrics. Like it's just... If you had to describe pop music in its simplest, purest form, that is what it would I'm, be. Then that's why I'm not taking anything yeah. away from them. And that virtual concert they had, if they would have had that here, and I would have totally, totally gone. gone. I would have totally yeah. gone, you know, to be part of that whole thing. Yeah. I prefer Ace of Base. <laughs> so you prefer ABBA 2.0? <laughs> I prefer Ace of Base, but Ace of Base is of our, of our time. That's you know true. who loves ABBA? My mom. Your mom? <laughs> oh. Put ABBA and Boney M on a bill together. <laughs> My mom loves the song Chiquitica. Oh, that's a pretty song. And Waterloo. <laughs> Waterloo? <laughs> I don't even know she thinks she knows what... Oh, no, I know she doesn't know what it's about. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. Maybe your mother like is reading about Napoleon while listening to Paris Hilton. You don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. You don't know. <laughs> so. I don't think so. The greatest thing in the world is to have my talk to my mom about light years. <laughs> The Kylie Minogue album? No, <laughs> Los Años de Luz. Like, like actual light, light year? years? Yeah. Like, like space I, travel. I can't say that I do that all the time, but I've done it enough and I do it on purpose. Wait, we're talking about like space travel. Yes, light I'm years. like, mamá, porque tú sabes que whatever, está años de luz de ahí, de, de uh-huh. la Tierra. And she's like, ¿qué significa la, la, los años de luz? I'm like, oh, you know, es el tiempo de que right. la luz, you know. I give her, you know, because I'm not an expert on it right. either, you know, an expert. And she's like, ay, no, no, yo eso no lo entiendo. ¿Cómo que la, <laughs> cómo que la, la luz viaja y lo que nosotros estamos viendo es algo que pasó hace un billón de años pero como es eso eso es una estrella que hay ahí and I'm like no but actually it's not ay no 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 yo no entiendo ay no 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 daddy. no 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 yo no entiendo de eso yo no entiendo we need, to, we need to figure out how to get your mother how to trick her to be on the show <laughs> well I, I would have to put the fo- which I did I have a couple of times that's true that's true they're, they're well yes I mean one of our more popular them. videos has been her doing the the, the sweet potato yes the boni apple <laughs> the boni apple casserole <laughs> which you had it is not good I didn't have it it was not good <laughs> no I, I didn't have it and you know I wanted to like it because you know sometimes sometimes you know you 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 fail upwards, right? Sometimes you you mistakenly create something that tastes right, good. Right? How cookies work? Chocolate right, chip like, cookies were like invented. Penis, penicillin was an accident. Right. No, right. this wasn't no, the case. No, we're not being we're not bottling up my mom's mm, boniato no. casserole. I think I would have rather had penicillin. Oh, penicillina. <laughs> <laughs> Why does penicillina sound so much more like important in Spanish? Penicillina sounds like a five piece pop band. Penicillina. <laughs> You're thinking about the vaselina, aren't you? I totally am. <laughs> La oreja oh, oh. de Van Gogh. No, oreja de Van Gogh is another thing. But I'm thinking of OV7. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. I think this is as good a time as any to, <laughs> to have a, our last Is RBD still touring? Mm, I don't... Maybe? Oh, that's a good question. I feel like they were on tour for like two years. I just thought about something really stupid. What? Oh, Lord. (laughs) Very 
20 years Same ago man. when RBD was like <laughs> right, right, really popular. Right, right. I remember <laughs> I was at my parents and <laughs> I think it was my father. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> my father I I've never told you this. I, I don't think so, no. <laughs> so I'll tell you and yeah, our listeners yeah. at the same time. My father asks, ¿Qué significa RBD? The best. Right. And I'm like, Regionales Bastardo de Guerrero. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that shit up. <laughs> like, that's like, I just son de Guerrero, you know, in Mexico. And I'm like, sí. Los regionales bastardos de Guerrero. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I wonder now? If how, he still thinks that's the How long did my parents think that RBD meant como los regionales bastardos de Guerrero? Oh, God, that's great. <laughs> Y soy rebelde. I mean, I guess. I, I guess it, you know, if if you're a rebel, that could make Because sense. That, you know, my parents clearly did not watch la novela de rebelde. rebelde yeah. You know, I think they were a little past the, the age uh, group. The target demo, yeah, they were outside. Regionales bastardo de Guerrero. Listeners, we just found the clip for this week's uh, Instagram post. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gente, now it is a new year i know that means a lot of you out there are making these resolutions and you know trying to be healthier and trying to you know improve yourself and all of that but it's also february and it's getting harder so we are here um we're partnering with florida dairy and we've brought back our favorite sports dietitian, Tony Castillo. I mean, honestly, at this point, I think you might get a co-credit um, as, a, as a co-host. You've been on the show so many times. Welcome back, man. Happy New Year. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Add me as co-host. I'd love to be on just to talk with you guys. You guys are always great. Love listening to your stuff. Uh, happy New Year's. Felicidades a todos. And excited to talk about these resolutions, man. Do, do you have any resolutions for this year? I, you know, my only resolution is to not have resolutions. Um, because <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where every year we, we set out to make resolutions, right? And unfortunately, they start off with the best of intentions. But by the time January is ending, February is starting, we're all starting to fall off the resolution wagon, right? And so what are some of the reasons that that yes. happens? In, in, I mean, in your experience. Absolutely. So we always just lose motivation, right? It's tough to keep up with something that's not fitting into our schedule. So one thing we always talk about are smart goals. So something that is S for specific, M for measurable, A for attainable, R for realistic, and T, it has some sort of time. So most of the time people will say, I want to lose X amount of weight. Well, you're not giving yourself an end date. You're not giving yourself a time. You're not doing something that's sustainable, right? And one of the biggest mistakes I see is when we make these resolutions to lose X amount of weight or gain amount of muscles, whatever it is, when it talks about nutrition, is that we cut out some of our favorite foods. And one of the main things I see people do is cut out protein. Now, protein helps with muscle building. Protein helps us with feeling full, so that satiation factor. And one of my favorite things to do is add a glass of milk because in each glass of milk, you have eight grams of protein. It is budget-friendly and easy to get. And, of course, we speak about this every time, cafe con leche. Uh, that could be the perfect breakfast to not only keep us full, but keep us fueled for that breakfast time. 
And honestly, if I were to tell someone, if you want to lose X amount of weight and, and X amount of time, and all you have to do is make sure you have that cafe con leche every day for breakfast, we couldn't make it any easier, right? Oh my, I, I think I would look like Kate Moss if that was, <laughs> if, if, if you told me that. That is, that, that's like, you can't encapsulate that anymore, you know? But the beauty about milk is also that, like, to your point, you can have it all throughout the day. I mean, it's, it's perfect for, you know, it's breakfast, lunch, dinner. It's not something that you're like, oh, I don't want to eat that for breakfast. You know, that's too heavy. And, and so that's yeah. the perfect way to get your protein throughout the day. Um, you know, kind of shifting gears a little bit here. Now, I know one of the big resolutions everybody makes, right, is hitting the gym. It's something that I, yeah. I, I strive for. I try to get to the gym at least four times a week. It's not, it was easy, but you know, what are some ways that, that dairy can help us with, with, with that, you know, resolution, just the, the recuperation, I think, right? Absolutely. Like if we're talking about going to the gym, that recovery piece is so important because when we go to the gym and it's been a while that we haven't been, we're sore, we wake up, we don't want to go because we have that sore feeling. We can't get in that workout as good as we wanted to. So one of my favorite things to do post-workout is chocolate milk. Ooh. It has carbs to help our muscles refuel. It has protein to help our muscles repair and finally it has the hydration to rehydrate so the three r's of recovery refuel repair and rehydrate chocolate milk hits all three one it's got the protein that we spoke about earlier to help with the muscle building and also keeping us for longer it's got the carbs to give our muscles energy for that next day and again that hydration if we're not staying hydrated our muscles aren't going to look the way we need them to and they're not going to perform the way we want so if we want to feel better and actually stick to our workouts adding chocolate milk tastes good easy to add in you don't need to have any mixers or anything you literally just pour it in a cup and drink it and enjoy the rest of your day and feel better the next day. It's so funny you mention that because a lot of times people are like, oh, carbs are the enemy. But, you know, if, if you're working out, carbs really are a necessity. Yes, absolutely. The only two places in your body you can store carbs are your liver and your muscles. And if you just finished working out, you need to replenish that. So the best way is actually having that chocolate milk, having those carbs. See, I love this conversation because not only have you just told me carbs are good. Which is, which is, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to probably take that the wrong way. I, I know myself, but also, you know, cafe con leche, chocolate milk. I mean, staying healthy and incorporating dairy doesn't have to be blah, right? It, it, there, there's so many ways to do it that, that's tasty and, and fun because I think a lot of times with resolutions, people think it's, oh, I have to make these rules and it's got to be very dour, but no, there's ways to, to spice it up, you know, perk it up, which is what you're telling us. And I, I freaking love that. Yeah, it's the only way we can make it work-ish. If we try to make things that are going to be horrible and not work for us, these resolutions, these goals will never stick. And our goals are to make things sustainable and make it fun and make it healthy. Well, I got to say two things that always happen when we talk to you is that it's always fun. And the fact that you keep coming back means that it's sustainable because definitely we love yeah. having you on. <laughs> I mean, you know, look, love it -ish. I mean, thank you. Thank you again for, for swinging by and, and giving us some helpful hints on how to make sure or at least try to not have our resolutions, you know, just peter out once, you know, Valentine's Day rolls around, right? It's, it, you know, they're called love handles, but mm, are they really? Um, you know, and, and obviously for, for more information, you know, you can go to floridamilk.com or lechedeflorida.com. They've got more health health tips there as well. But Tony, I, again, just want to thank you so much for swinging by. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm only half joking when I say you should be a co-host because I think you, you, every time you swing by, you give us so much information, but you do it in a way that is so fantastically entertaining that honestly bro like you should have your own podcast i mean i'm putting it out there for you you know get, get on it man what are you waiting for all right Ish, you're gonna be one of my first guests then once i start it you gotta right. come on that's it all right all right careful what you wish for all right <laughs>
<laughs> all right guys well there you have it you know really milk is the easiest way to incorporate into your into your diet maintaining those new year's resolutions and you know you heard it from tony and he's a dietitian he knows what he's talking about all right man thank you so much again for swinging by bueno we're officially at that point where many of us have broken that resolution about eating better Oye, no es fácil, mi gente. But you know what does make it easy to be healthier? Um, dairy, yeah, los productos lácteos. De leche, a queso, even yogurt. Your favorite dairy products have calcium, protein, zinc, and riboflavin, which helps your body use carbs, fats, and protein for fuel. Plus, who doesn't love saying riboflavin? <laughs> Incorporating dairy into your diet is so easy, you can do it year-round, not just for the new year. To learn more about all dairy's many health benefits, benefits, just visit floridamilk.com or lechedeflorida.com today. Okay, one more time. Riboflavin. <laughs> wow. Anyway, okay, let's get to our last solo. Oh, Lordy, Lordy. Throw Lordy. up. Yes. So. Oh, no, don't throw up. Don't throw up. All right. All right. All right. All right. So um, uh, you want to go first? I'll go first. Uh, you can go first. So um, since we're listening to this on February 1st, um, Right? February 1st? Uh, second. Today's February 1st? Yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're listening. Welcome. <laughs> hey, I, I, this episode is in February. Yes. Um, it's Black History Month. So I wanted mm-hmm. to give my last soda to a prominent Afro-Latino. Mm-hmm. Right? Combining the best of both worlds. Absolutely. So I actually want to give my last soda to... Um, you know, this is more like a the learn another learn mm-hmm. part of this of the show to Roberto Clemente because Roberto oh, Clemente, yes, the yes, baseball player, yes. um, he was Puerto Rican, and um, I think a lot of people obviously know that he was a baseball player, but they don't maybe necessarily know how good of a baseball player he was. You know, he was a two time World Series champion. He was, um, you know, he had like an incredible batting average. Um, he was a great ball player, but he was quite the philanthropist. Do you know how he died? No, no. So Roberto Clemente died in December of 1972. Oh. And he died because, you know, again, he was Puerto Rican. He was not Nicaraguan or, you know, he, right. he didn't have family in Nicaragua, but Nicaragua had just had a, a really bad uh, earthquake. Oh. And there were different um, like aids being sent to mm-hmm. Nicaragua, and it wasn't getting there. So he actually went on a flight, um, like a charter, uh, to it was a, a humanitarian aid flight to go help out mm-hmm. the people who were you know victims of the uh, earthquake. Right. And so this was like a total humanitarian, you know, yeah, relief uh, effort that he was part of. And on the way over there, he, the plane fell. It fell in the ocean, and, and he he oh, died. Shit. You know, so he he died because he was helping people. And and I think that wow. you know, again, people know that how great of a baseball player he was, but they don't necessarily may not know the philanthropic mm-hmm. you know part of him. So I think it's very important for people to know that about him because uh, he was quite a, a good person when it came down to that. He caused such an impact that. The Cooperstown, which is the Baseball Hall of Fame, the Cooperstown has very, very rigid like metrics on how to get people into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Um, they amended their rules to let somebody, um, I, I forgot what the rule was, but when they amended their rule, they allowed people who have died to be inducted into the Hall of Fame with, 
as little as six months after they passed away. So they oh, amended wow. that for him so he could be part of Cooperstown, part of the Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, so uh, within a year of him passing away, he was already there. So, I mean, I think he's somebody that deserves a lot of merit for both his philanthropic and professional um, accomplishments. So I wanted to shine a little light on that and to, you know, let people know that, you know, he was a good guy and, yeah. and um, you know, celebrate him on... Um, in Black History Month, and you know he was a proud Afro Latino. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So, Roberto Clemente. No, I mean I, Pittsburgh I, Pirates. I, again, I knew who he was. I didn't know how he how he passed. So yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And in Pittsburgh, um, there's a bridge, the Roberto Clemente Bridge, um, which is it's a backdrop to PNC Park where the Pittsburgh Pirates play. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful, beautiful bridge. Um, so you know, uh, a short a life cut short. Yeah. Um, so actually, it's funny you say that because originally I was kind of going to go the same route, um, you know, t- because of Black History Month. You know, I, I figured let's let's spotlight Afro Latinos, but um, I changed that at the last minute because this week we uh, we saw that we had the death of Chita Rivera, mm-hmm. uh, another Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who don't know, Chita Rivera was a predominantly Broadway actress. Um, at Puerto Rican, at the age of 19, she was part of the Balanchine School of Dance. And for those of you who don't know, George Balanchine is like the pinnacle of, or was the pinnacle of like ballet dance. And she was part of that school. Eventually, she went on to originate several roles in musicals that have become su- like super famous. She was the original Anita in West Side Story, which mm-hmm. Rita Moreno went on to win the Oscar, as did Ariana DeBose playing that same role. Mm-hmm. She originated Velma Kelly in Chicago. She originated the Spider-Woman in Kiss of the Spider-Woman. She was the first Velma in Chicago? Because that had an original then. The Chicago that we've seen now on Broadway is a revival. Mm-hmm. That's been running for years, but it's a revival. Um, she was um, the original. I can't remember the name of the the character, but in, uh, in Bye Bye Birdie. So she originated a lot of these iconic musical roles. So much so, I mean, she was a Tony winner, but she was also the first Latina inducted into the Kennedy Center Honors. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, she passed away this week at the age of 91. You know, a, a long life, a life well lived. Def- I mean, she was acting all the way up until the end. She was just recently in Le Manuel Miranda's uh, film version of Tick, Tick, mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. So again, just somebody who has made such an impact, and I and I saw it through throughout the week. You know, several people like Andrea Burns and Ana Villafaña, who've been guests on our show, pay tribute to her because again, when you see yourself mm-hmm. represented, mm-hmm. now you believe that you also can achieve that dream. Yeah, and and that's something that we see so often in in all of the stories that we've covered up with our guests and just amongst ourselves. So. She definitely, you know, deserves to be remembered and honored as the trailblazer that she was. You know, I feel that she's somebody that also, in terms of her, her given her flowers, mm-hmm. in terms of a wider spread populace, because I have to tell you, I mean, look, I know nothing about musicals right. and Broadway, um, so that's not something that I would know anyway, but I feel that. I only heard of her for the first time, and I'm I'm sort of ashamed to say this. Maybe like uh, two years ago, she was on The View. Yeah, R- very recently, within the last yeah, yeah. couple of years. And I remember, you know, Whoopi Goldberg was like losing her mind, like, "Oh my god!" And they were all like, "Goo gaing over yeah. there." I'm like, "Why don't I know this woman?" Right. Yeah. And then when I started learning about her accolades and you know everything, all the you know doors she knocked down, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I'm pretty in touch with. Right. Pop culture with that, and I didn't know who she was. Granted, yes, as I said, I don't know. That's your blind spot. Is musical I, I, theater? Musical yeah. theater. I don't know about that, but you know, 
I know esta Rita Moreno. Right. I know that Rita Moreno was in West Side Story. You know, right. I feel that like the general populace that is not into Broadway and all that. I feel like she's somebody that you should know because she yeah. was so important and legendary yeah. and and did so many things. Because everything you said, I just learned about that recently. Um, and I mean, it's not like well, she wasn't one big thing. She was in a lot of yeah, things. no, constantly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a lot of these iconic, you know, musical theater roles, yeah, yeah. So life well lived, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two um, two good um, sodas this yeah. week, Puerto Rican sodas, yeah, Puerto Rican. So- <laughs> I, qué bueno estar ahora en Puerto Rico y tomarte comerte un mantecado. Ay, qué rico. Can we do that when we're done recording? Hay un mofongo de chicharrone. It's so yummy. Yeah. Why do you tell me these things? Like last week, you were talking about you know hot fudge Sundays. Now you're talking about mofongo. Yeah, mofongo de chicharrón. That shit is serious. We can't, like, we can't get that at this time. <laughs> no, there's no fast food. There's no drive-through mofongo places <laughs> in Miami. Like, I know, but I don't think that a drive-through mofongo. Mofongo to go. Mofongo to go. <laughs> have you ever had a Puerto Rican pastel? Yes, I have. You know I what have. I mean by pastel, right? <laughs> yes, the, that they make them during the holidays. Their pastel is very different than our pastel. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, I had um, a... Actually, there was somebody... Uh, when I was living up in New York, one of like the neighbors right. would make it for, it's for Rick and Joe. It's shit. Like, oh, it's, yeah, it's involved. It is. It is. Like, I've tried to make... Well, I haven't tried to make it. I've looked into making it. I'm like, oh my God, it's too much work. It's a lot of work. Because it's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. See, you know? don't half-ass it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go all the way. Yeah. And it's a lot of work. I'm like, I, I never have time off. And then when I do, I'm like, I'm going to No, no, no. That's the day to order pizza Yeah, on your day yeah. off. Yeah, That, I have to tell you, they are like number one on that. Like yeah. in terms of Puerto Rican cuisine, because Puerto Rican cuisine and Cuban cuisine is very similar, but there's obviously differences, yeah. and those differences, like el mofongo, it's, it's mofongo of like I always say of the three platanos and the when I mean the three favorite. platanos, I mean the Cubans, mofongo uh, fufu and uh, the fufu de platanos Cubans, el mango is a, mango. the Dominican, Dominican. and uh, mofongo, and mofongo, is, uh, mofongo like beats the other yeah. two up, blows the other ones out of yeah. the water. I mean, we give it up to Puerto Rico. I mean, we have to. <laughs> you earned it, kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, who are you going for in the Super Bowl? <sighs> I don't care. Honestly, I just I, I, I just, I want it to be over so I don't have to hear about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey anymore. Okay. <laughs> You're such a party pooper. I, yeah, I'm so over the whole, like, Taylor Swift. And it's not her fault. It's not her fault. Yeah. But I'm just so over it that I'm like, can we just fast forward to the halftime show and then... Pick a winner. Mm. <laughs> You're such a party pooper. I mean, look, I'll go to the party. Well, we are having a Super Bowl That's party. I'm saying I'll go to the party and I'll, I'll have fun there. Yeah. Which, by the way, we haven't advertised it yet, listeners. But if you want to put oh, yes. in your ping pong pollo chicken wing order, yep. we will be taking uh, chicken wing orders for Super Bowl. You just have to go pick them up when yeah, we're doing our pop-up yeah, yeah, that yeah. day. But we will be taking orders. Yes, we have a we few will. orders already. Yeah, yeah. So... So you don't have I'm, no, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't feel like I've, I've invested this year. And in, okay, so who's playing in the Super Bowl? I know it's the Kansas people. Yes, and then oh god, I know it's not Detroit because they lost to them. Uh, but I wanted Detroit to win. But that's what I have top of front of mind right now. San Francisco, San Francisco, the 49ers. There we go. Also, our friend must be very happy. Uh, yes, he was. Well, uh, no, she. Oh, I was thinking of he. Oh, oh, our other friend. Our other yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I wanted Detroit to win. Yeah. I mean, I will always heart Michigan and yeah. Detroit. I will, you know. But um, 
I be, between the two, between Kansas and San Francisco, I'll probably go for Kansas. Really? Mm-hmm. But they've already won twice. So let somebody else. Win. My favorite baseball team is the Yankees. Well, oh, what are you saying true. by that? That's true. <laughs> like, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm appealing to the wrong person. Yeah. So anyway, bueno, everybody, we hope you listen, laugh, and learn. As uh, always, remember to take your pastelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Have a great weekend. Yes, cuídense, mi gente. Bye, Bye pero primos. <laughs> Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.